So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello and welcome to Everyday Connection Now with your hosts, Jean Victoria Norlock and Rick O'Shields. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Everyday Connection Now. I'm Rico Shields, and off to my left, way over there, way over there, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm good, Rick. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's, you know, in the spirit of our, we, we don't gloss over things. I'm not... I'm having a couple of physical challenges <laughs> since I've arrived here in uh, in uh, the Pegasus house. Uh, I, I think when you when you live in the Pegasus house, you either fly high or you get lots of static because it's a high flying thing, Pegasus and all. And uh, perhaps I'm not holding up my end of the deal. Mm. However, I did go see. You know, we've talked about the fact there's this angel's cradle hotel right yeah i could throw a rock into the swimming pool from here it's very close and um turns out that not only do they have a 100 percent gluten-free restaurant wow absolutely lovely food five-star food you know european trained chef and all of that um there's nice. a doctor, there's a doctor that works there and um she does do some medical aesthetics, but she's also a general practitioner and all that kind of good stuff that sees hotel guests and folks from around uh, the uh, community. So I went to see her this morning, and because uh, I have this little ulceration on my on my foot, and um, uh, I've seen a couple of doctors about it, and of course, you know, put this chemical on it and this chemical on it, and do this and do that, and keep it all bound up. And <clears throat> she's like, "All right." You know, after we have our little interview, like standard, you know, she's writing down all your medications and all that stuff for her records, uh, which we did talking. There was not a stack of forms for me to fill out. We sat there and had a conversation, and she occasionally typed notes into her little laptop um, or Ultrabook. Or, it was very small, but it was taking all her notes, um, which I thought was much more pleasant than sitting in some waiting room with forms. Um but so she's had Absolutely. a look. Absolutely. We've talked about it, and she's had a look, and she says, "Okay, here's what we're going to do. No more of this neosporin. No more of these band aids, <clears throat> unless you just absolutely need to protect it from soil. But you're going to take it easy, so it's not going to be that much to protect it from. Um, and you're going to instead of taking a scalpel and cutting all of this excess stuff away and all that, you're going to soak your foot for ten minutes a day." 
That'll let all of that stuff come off. All of that'll go away then. And um, and then when you get your foot out and get it completely dry, and she did stress the completely dry, which is, you might recall, sometimes an issue in Costa Rica. But um, <laughs> I get it completely dry, and then right into the wound itself and in the in the immediate area around it, raw honey, pure raw honey. And I almost had to stop and back up and check again. Now, you're an MD, right? But I knew she was. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, her father's a plastic surgeon uh, with uh, all of his uh, – he – Became a surgeon here in Costa Rica, and then he went to the United States and did his residency and stuff all over again. So he's a, a double-trained surgeon, like most of them here are, and um, uh, prescribing honey. Because I thought that actual doctors stopped pre- prescribing <laughs> stuff like honey. If it would, I don't know what. Greece? Rome? Some ancient Greece? Something? Uh, ancient Egypt? <clears throat> Uh, because I know it's been well known for a long time as a as a healing agent, as a antibacterial, antifungal, uh, and uh, yes, honey, good, we, good friend, honey. People that have never heard of that, I always just look at them. I say, look, do you know anything else that's full of sugar that you can just leave sitting on the cabinet? It doesn't go bad. <clears throat> go get some of that refined sugar and stir it up real thick in some water, make some syrupy stuff, and leave it out. See how long that lasts. <laughs> so there's all right. those natural preservatives that are in there to preserve the honey can also act as uh, antibacterial and antifungal and uh, for your own healing. And um, and she said, "Yeah, I know it, it's uh, it's pretty bad, and we got to get on it right away. But you know, you get the honey going, that ought to. Oh, I don't know, twenty four to forty eight hours. That ought to." sterilize that thing and then it can start healing and I was just like I'm going to like you doc <laughs> right yeah and uh, okay we can get a little honey on it you know there's okay. no lab no Not, lab okay you got to go down to this city and get this drugstore in this area of the city and get these pills and then bring them home and take three of these twice a day and four of those six times a day. Yeah, yeah, no, just yeah. put some honey on it. Put some honey on there and, you know, this is a Thursday. I like her. Those, you know, that don't, you know, it's a Thursday and it's evening, so I may also say something about night or evening later, but, but y'all forgive me. I'm, we're learning this EC Now thing. But uh, so she wants to see me again Saturday and Wednesday. So she's not like <laughs> and she sees people on Saturdays too. Oh yeah. And if anything awesome. and, and she's got it in all capital letters at the bottom of her page. Um and it's like a it's kinda like a prescription pad, but it's not a prescription pad and it's a little bit bigger piece of paper and it's where but it's where she writes her instructions and at the bottom in gigantic capital bold letters is call me if anything. Here's my cell phone number, my home phone number, my Wow. Last time a doctor in the in the U.S. or Canada gave you their home phone number. Wow. And um, man, I love her. I want to talk to her and get her on the show too. I bet we can, Doctor Monica. I mean, 
that's actual like medical care she's giving. That's beyond medical care. That's whole person care. Yeah. She's a medical doctor giving holistic heal- caring, healing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so that awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. I don't know why I would expect ah, the world angel's cradle, but but it it's just awesome and um you know, comes from a line of doctors, so it's not like, you know, she just woke up yesterday and did her you know, got her MD on a weekend correspondence course. That's right, folks. Down there in the south in Texas, really, they do really have medical doctors here. They go to school and everything. Maybe. <laughs> well, you know. The uh, you're so hard on your home state. Well, I like to oh, I like goodness. to pick I like to pick on them a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I was once of the you know. That oh, really? They're from where? Well, where they get their medical degree? McDonald's? You know, I, I used to be that same kind of person. I, I thought that was how you were supposed to be. That was it was the book they gave me. Said be this way. I was being that way. It didn't work very well. It was actually pretty miserable. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was the coolest thing, and so I I couldn't wait for it to be story time so that I could we could banter about Dr. Monica. It's a very, very cool story about holistic healing, and I love that because it's right in alignment with tonight's guest. Imagine that. Imagine that. How does that what? Although, you know, George, we could do the without you sending us physically to go through some of these experiences. I mean, we could do without the wounded foot to meet the cool doctor. Couldn't he just have met her? Having lunch at Bob's, but um, so that's one to think about, George, for future storytelling um, opportunities. But <laughs> but good call, good call on the the storyline married with the guest. Good synchronicity. George did it again. He's such an amazing, amazing. scriptwriter. I don't know. Wow, happens almost every time, and often huh? often with a, with a lot of guests, we're not even really sure that it's happened. We just tell our story, and then. You, you know, you introduce the guest and they go, listen, I was really enjoying listening to you guys talk because, and then 30 minutes later, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Yeah, we had one of, um, yeah, our last show was like that, but, you know, we'll. May not be our last show, but. May not be our last show when show. you, anyways, our, the the last show we did now. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly like that. So, yeah, so why don't we introduce her and find out who she is so, since we're talking about her anyways. Oh yes, well we have to do that. We have with us tonight one of your, one, one of your fellow Canadians. Yes, from Canada. Yeah, my, well my fellow West Bromian Suttonites. Yeah, She's it's right a, down the road for me. It's it's been a while Ish. I think since we've had two people in the same country, same area of the globe. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. And we have with us tonight Ilya Kabukas. How are you, Ilya? I'm great, thanks. How well, are you all? Wonderful. Just so great that you could be with us this afternoon, this evening, whichever now it is. It is absolutely awesome. I met her in person, you see. Ilya also is a radio show hostess, uh, amongst many other things. So let's get right to it. Ilya, who on earth are you and what do you do? Well, uh... For the most part, <laughs> I have a business in Sutton, Quebec. It's uh, a health center, uh, primarily I'm a massage therapist. Uh, 
but uh, it doesn't run on its own, so I got to do some uh, entrepreneurial stuff. And uh, I rent out some of my space, and uh, I take care of uh, people who come in and looking for ways to heal themselves and deal with their stress. We have uh, an osteopath uh, at the center. It's called Sunshine Center. And uh, we have a massage therapist. I also have an infrared sauna, which is wonderful. On your own, you just sit there and sweat it all out. <laughs> oh, kind so, of like Costa Rica. That's what we. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, here, you know, in the summer, I just sit on my deck and I, I you know, I get, I get the sun. I get my, you know, I sweat out all my stuff. I hardly use my sauna in the summer, but. Uh, it, it's a great, great treatment. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I'm in the sauna, I feel like I am taking, you know, I feel like I'm out in the sun without the infrared, uh, without the ultraviolet rays. So. <laughs> That's very cool. And yes, I do have a radio show uh, here in the can- in the eastern townships of Quebec. It is called The Alternatives. You have choices, and I do uh, interview people from all over. They uh, they come from uh, any every nook and cranny that uh, offers all kinds of wonderful alternative therapies and modalities, how to heal yourself, deal with your stress, uh, teachers, uh, all kinds of people that uh, that I interview. It's been over a year now, and I just love it uh, meeting lots of great people like you, Jean. <laughs> it was you've fun. Been on my show. It- <laughs> I have been and it was fun. It was actually it can be you can if anybody wants to um find that it can be found on the Everyday Connection website, it can be found on the Phoenix Rising blog site, it can be found on I think Ilya's website. So yeah, and there's links to Ilya's stuff on all our websites already because I've been on her show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And we we we'll really cool. link from it from the archive for this afternoon's show. And uh Yeah. So, so I could come to the Sunshine Center and see the osteopath about my foot. Would they tell me to put honey on it? Yeah, good, good question. I, I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. She's, uh, she, she's not into cutting. You know, like, <laughs> uh, from what I understood, uh, you had it cut, right? Well, it's, um, uh, in order to avoid that, I'm gonna, I've been instructed to soak it in water for ten minutes with, with some, uh, soap. In there, some uh, it's actually like surgical scrub soap. Uh, Hippocrates okay. is what it's called in the states, and and leave it soak, and that'll make all the the excess because it's like there was a callus there, and it was mm-hmm. underneath the callus that this thing developed, and that's apparently not unusual. But so the the as she put it, the standard book says that you. would Scrape all of this off, including taking a scalpel if necessary. But I think you, I think you can just soak your foot for ten minutes a day. It, it would be better. And I was like, Yeah, that sounds better. Better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said that it'll soft and it'll just all come off. And I was like, Okay, somebody can come at me with a knife, and or I can soak my foot in water. Oh, yeah, I'll go for the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's a great idea. I I love that story about the honey. It's uh, you know, you don't hear that too often. Often when we do come out of a doctor's office, it's uh, it's quite depressing because he's come out with a little list of uh, 
prescriptions that we have to go and pay money to to fill out and and have to take and uh, you know there's constantly there's always side effects to any kind of medication you take so uh, I'm I'm a big believer in uh, you know the first thing first line of you know defense that you have for anything is to study it is to to look take responsibility and look and you know we give our our power over to medical doctors so easily uh, odds, uh, I just don't, uh, I, that's not my style. It's never been my style. Um, uh, you know, I come from Greek parents. I was born in Canada, but I, was, I come from Greek parents. So when we had a tummy ache, it was like, here, have some chamomile, you know, a chamomile tea. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was not here, have an aspirin, you know. So well, I'm totally I... into the natural We've we've discussed on many shows just how much how wonderful my parents were, so I won't spend too much time <laughs> saying that. But even when I was very small, a tummy ache was some sort of chalky pink liquid, and uh, or some other. Thing. Didn't want to eat. It was in my household. They followed the rule. It seemed that if it uh, tasted bad, it was probably good for you, and. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but. It, now there is a side effect to the to the honey for the wound care. Uh, I have to work at it a little bit to keep my dog away from my foot while there's honey. <laughs> good one. But I heard dog saliva is good for that too. But he'd have to sit there and lick it for ten minutes, right? <laughs> right. No. She doesn't seem interested in all that. So which is no, no. Which is odd. She, she has this thing. She lick. She cleans everybody's feet, but. But she won't touch that toe. She sniffs it and then looks at me like, what is this? And so that's her way, I suppose, of indicating you've got something that needs attention here. Yeah, stick with the honey. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So you must deal with several different modalities through, I mean... I'm curious how you got started doing all this. First of all, um, the, the background well, of parents. Well, I, I haven't been doing it. Natural. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Well, sure, for sure that uh, did um, you know sow the seeds early on, uh, you know, turning to the body and, and nature for uh, for healing. But of course, I was brought up in you know, a city and, and, you know, being uh, affected and influenced by everybody around me and television and whatnot. So, of course, there was periods in my life where I would take Tylenol or, I mean, I, at one point I went through major migraines and uh, it turns out I was uh, having food sensitivities, uh, particularly wheat and sugar, uh, which was uh, about 20... 25 years ago, and 25 years ago, you know, nobody was talking about wheat being a problem, you know. At the time, I wanted to be a vegetarian because uh, I, you know, read the Celestine Prophecy, and they were talking about, you know, being a vegetarian, and it raises your vibration and your energy, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Okay, I'm going to be a vegetarian, but I had no idea what to eat, right? At the time, I had a, a, a restaurant, a family restaurant. Okay, big surprise, right? A Greek with a restaurant. I know, but... <laughs> It was a different kind of restaurant. <laughs> we didn't serve Uh 
we had a oh, we had an eclectic. Yeah, I know, I know. We had an eclectic menu, but one of the things on the menu was a lot of pasta dishes, and my mother was great with the pasta dishes. So I figured, okay, I'm not even, I'm not going to eat meat. What am I going to eat? Well, those pasta dishes and vegetables look good, so I would just chow down on those, and then of course I would finish off with the fabulous desserts that I was making. So within a few months, uh, I, I started developing migraines by the end of the, by three o'clock, by the end of the lunch rush. After my lunch, I was exhausted and, you know, headachy. So I turned to a friend of mine who said, oh, you like the Celestine prophecy? She says, well, come and see, you're going to miss a meeting. They're talking about, you know, all this alternative energy and stuff, you know, at the school, come and learn about it. So I went, and sure enough, I mentioned that I had migraines. So at the time, it was a naturopath who was there. She says, well, come and see me. And we made an appointment, and sure enough, she asked me, the first thing she asked me was, what are your eating habits? So I I said, okay, well, you know, I'm this, I'm a, I want to be a vegetarian, but, uh, you know, she goes, well, okay, two weeks, no wheat, no sugar. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> what am I supposed to eat? Ouch. I had no idea. Ouch. How do you no do that? Idea. Exactly, exactly. And at the time, to get wheat-free crackers or bread or cereal was was possible, but it was so expensive, and you had to go to these special natural health food stores, you know, everybody walking around there in Birkenstocks. So, you know, it was a bit, it, 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 you know, you, you had to be somewhat of a pioneer, actually, back then to, 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 you know, trust that, okay, this person out of nowhere who was also wearing Birkenstocks and didn't look so healthy herself, I have to say, it knows what she's talking about, right? But somehow right. a part of me, a sense of, you know, my higher self, whatever, just kept saying, this is the path, you know, do it. Just listen to her and, and cut the wheat. So I did, and within a, a week or two, I was, you know, no headaches. And I, I was talking about pills earlier. I forgot to mention that for my headaches, I was taking Tylenol with codeine. Yuck. That is seriously Been bad there, for you. And yeah, it creates dependency. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just rips apart your depression. Own, right? Causes depression. It, That's right. I mean, aside from the actual physical and the physical effects are horrid, horrid. Um, yeah. But the mood swings that it causes, it causes it will cause shift in moods, mood swings, erratic behavior, unpredictable anger outbursts for no reason whatsoever, unpredictable crime. I mean, these are – opiates yeah. will mess with you. They mess Absolutely. you up, especially when you take them constantly. I mean, we're not talking about somebody who's shooting up on the weekends. We're talking about somebody who's been yeah. prescribed a pill for pain and being yeah. told you must keep the constant level of this in your system, which means you are stoned 24 hours a day. It's going to mess with your head. It's going to mess with your head. You can't do anything. You you become another person. I know, from first-hand experience. You you do. And and I I know, you know, from first-hand experience. My mom, see, I had the best of both worlds with the parentage. I had my grandmother who slipped you the the hot tea with, with, um, you know, a little bit of brandy and honey in the summers. Mm -hmm. But when I was with my parents during the school year, um, my mom was a pill popper, 
So literally, and, and anybody who's ever been to my house for dinner can attest to this, dinner was had on TV trays in front of the TV, and mom would bring out these trays of food, and on the ta- tray of food, she would have her Tylenol. And she would pass it around and ask anybody if they needed a Tylenol. Yeah, so when I was young and I had headaches or cramps or whatever, mom would give me one of her Percocets or half a Percocet. So she had me addicted to opiates by the time I was 13. Wow. And she didn't know, but she didn't know any better. She had no idea. Oh, it's one of the big problems. She didn't know, though. Generation is they, they're, they're, the parents thought they were doing the right thing, or at least helping. Yes. And and it, when you get turned around, that the ones you're to look to for guidance are the ones that are telling you this craziness, you know. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, 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 where do you turn? Where do you turn then? Because you know they've all, they've all forgotten about honey and this and that, you know. Absolutely, and and you know even today, where you know these alternative uh, ways of taking care of ourselves are more common and more popular. Like you know you can see it on TV and everything. You still have people that go, well, you know, well my doctor never told me, uh, you know that, and, and how come I know? How come we don't hear this all the time? And you know like stuff like that. So when people ask me that question, I just go, you're not ready to hear this. And obviously, I don't say it out loud. <laughs> I don't want to be confrontational, but I just say that in my mind. I go, okay, this person's not ready to hear it, and I respect that. And I just send them love, and um, you know, do do my whole pono pono on them. So, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, I'll, I'll, I love you. I'll tell you about that. Oh, oh <laughs> do we ever know what that is? What? Now I know what uh, song we're going to play at the break tonight. Next, next time. Next time we get together to sing Ilya, I promise I'll bring you a whole pono pono. Um, yeah, we know it, and we'll play it tonight. So we totally know it, and I can't nice. believe you brought it up. That's so cool. Nice, <laughs> nice, exactly. So that's it. You know, I just say, you know, I I respect where they are, and I tell them like not like in your face kind of. Okay, uh, I'll give you a good example. Mother uh, had a in practice a few years ago, and he's got a lot of pills that he has to take and uh, you know for him it's like he's going to take these or he'll die you know kind of thing and um, I I have bent over backwards stood on my head done all kinds of things for him to you know fed him stuff and uh, there's just no getting him off those pills Um, so I have stepped back and do as much ho'oponopono as I can do and then just let it go because there's nothing. If the soul deep down does not want to hear it, does not want to get it, does not want to move from that place, there's nothing anybody else can do. All you can do is just sow the seeds. You know, you can, just, But you can't decide. You can't tell, okay, you sun, you do this, and you earth, you new water. I mean, you, you, you just sow the seed, right? And you hope it takes and... You got some nice flowers. It it has to come from. It has to come from within. I know. You know the battle. The battle was waged with my mother for years, for years and years Mm -hmm. and years. And I never won that battle. And all I caused, all I did, was cause a rift in Mm -hmm. our relationship because I couldn't, I couldn't see it from her point of view until after she had passed. 
I didn't come mm-hmm. to that understanding until after she had passed. So I, I would now when I talk to people who have people who call them addicts for lack of a better word. Um, but yeah. you know, I mean, there's, there's addicts for a lot of things in this world, including internet and TV and, and, um, you know, there's a, you know, it's not just about drugs and alcohol addiction, but in this case, when it comes to these substance issues, these people honestly believe that they're doing the best thing that they can for their body. Then it, all you can do is step back and, and support them in that and just envision them as healthy and well. And that's and, and all sometimes, that's the best gift you can give them. Sometimes Beautiful. people were so far down the vibrational scale when they started, their treatment, whatever it is that they're on that's trying to make something better, they were in mm-hmm. such sad shape that they wouldn't they wouldn't respond to somebody that was Sunshine, mm-hmm. exactly. sunshine, and rainbows, and exactly. because they would just be like, you know, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm dying. Are you over trying here. to manipulate me or <laughs> whatever? And and so sometimes I think it, it, there can be a place for that to bridge across. The problem mm-hmm. is we've forgotten to use it as a bridge and have just tried to set up house there. It's not, it's not a good thing, but um, uh, because I think that the marriage of you know. Okay, you you really really hurt. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you stop hurting. And then while we're at it, I'd like to. What are you eating? You know, and and yeah. go ahead and give them the pill because they, you know, so many people. I grew up that way. I from the time mm-hmm. I can remember, if there was something wrong, I mean, it wasn't. We didn't take pills like just all the time. But if you were sick and you were in the bed, you needed a pill or a shot. Mm-hmm. If you were really sick, you needed a shot. And 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 so that was just. In, put into me time and time again by my parents, my doctors, my science class. My you, by the time I was twenty something, I was convinced that's how it is, you know. And it mm-hmm. wouldn't have done any good to try to approach me, particularly if I was in pain, yeah. with anything else. And so sometimes relieving the pain or, uh, uh, you know, getting the boost or whatever it is that's that is going on is a necessary first step. It's just we we have a tendency to leave people there after the first step and mm-hmm. and that's where that's where you can come in sometimes and and actually talk to them because they're not in so much pain that they can't hear you well it's very interesting cuz um you know i obviously uh my family is um, as much as they're a little advanced you know with the herbs and stuff they they do have you know, a little reticent, um, particularly my father, you know, he, he was like, you know, when are you going to get a real job? You know, when are you going <laughs> to do something, you know, to make some money, you know? And, um, uh, you know, he was always the, the skeptical one and whatnot. But <laughs> oddly enough, uh, at one point, his girlfriend, her mother was quite ill in the hospital with severe diabetes they were about to uh, cut off her foot and she was in a lot of pain and you know what he said he goes can you do something you know obviously my father was very (sighs) hurt by you know her suffering and touched by her suffering and he he reached out in his only way he knew how and could you do something for her (laughs) and I was I was very touched and did go to the hospital and and sit you know at the end of her bed 
and lay on my hands. Uh, she had, uh, as I said, diabetes, and I'm also a Reiki master, I do Reiki healing energy. And I put my hands on her, and just as the energy started to flow, she opened her eyes, and she looked at me, she goes, I want you to stop that right now. And I totally respected that and walked out with, you know, at the time I didn't know whole ponopono, but I was doing something, you know, just to let it go. And um, walked out and I said, I'm sorry, she's not open to, to receiving. This is her path. This is what she needs to experience. And he had no, he wasn't judgmental or anything of it. He goes, I understand. And I was it. I mean, that was a huge ride for me. I was like out across, across Montreal. Wow. <laughs> Take a bus and go over there, and, you know, rejected. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we have to respect where everybody is. And, uh, you know, what touched me the most was my father asking me if I can do anything for her, you know. to me, And I'm sure, like, it, I'm sure it touched him that you tried. That yeah. You, that you went out of your way yeah, to, to make that effort. And absolutely. that you respected her wishes. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I don't have uh, I don't have any regrets uh, whatever the outcome of that uh, of that meeting was of that uh, experience uh, to me it was a validation from my father you know that uh, yeah it's beautiful uh, yeah and and you know over the years I've tried to help him he he cannot uh, he he has a very hard time being touched uh, you know I tried to give him a massage or something but it was like He's in so much pain, and and I understood. I was like, wow, you know, no kidding. This guy, this man, this being doesn't trust, you know, this you know hokey pokey stuff because, you know, he, he's in so much pain. He he needs, you know, the doctors. You know, yep. so that was a good lesson for me too to 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 just trust that you know if somebody is asking for help from me, that they know that they can. They can get it. If they don't get it right now, they'll get it later. <laughs> get it. Right. If they don't get it right, right now. And, uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it's been for a long time, really. You know, it was either you went to talk to the natural healer. You were, at one point, you were talking to the witch, you know. Because That's right. Because you, you, you don't feel right, well, pray. You know, you've done something. What have you done? You ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Pray. Do some. Pray harder. And um, uh, it's uh, it's a big social thing, I think, for, for so many to overcome. And it's why it's so beautiful for me to see the changes in, in attitudes and and um, you know to where even the mainstream is talking about now. They may they may write off half of the things that I find really rewarding. But mm-hmm. at least the conversation is beginning, and and some of the uh, more traditional, I'll call them instead of alternative treatments, are are gaining respect with um, medical doctors, and um, uh, and I think that it is. A, I want to see that point where we can where we can cooperate and. Instead of you either go see an alternative healer or you go see a medical doctor, but you can't, the nary shall the twain meet. I'd like to see us be able to bridge that because I think that, um, well, Jean can talk about her healing team. It it it, it took yeah. a team. She was in a mess. They and did. They did meet. 
I had a Western medical doctor who was completely supportive of me seeking out alternative methods and was excited about the results, excited about the fact that I was going to write a book about it. And um, I just adore him for that to this day. He's mm-hmm. hands down the best doctor I've ever had. Or Dr. Dr. Um, uh, he refused to sign. <clears throat> he refused Sorry, to sign. Sorry, Rick, go ahead. <laughs> He refused to sign disability papers. Yeah, because he he asked me his his question. His question was, "Are you okay emotionally with your life on the government and not being physically able to do all the things you want to do?" And I looked at him and I was like, uh, "No, I'm not okay with that." And he said that I'm not signing these papers because you're going to get better. Yeah, because what happens when you get on disability, right? You get a paycheck, right? And you give up. You want that paycheck. You want that paycheck to come in because you get used to that lifestyle. So you just recreate right, your you, illness. You give up. Exactly, exactly. And he knew. He knew me well enough. He had taken the time over our relationship as a doctor with me to know me well enough with everything that I had done in the last few years that that would kill me. Literally killed yeah. me, and that was his. That was his yeah. concern. He said, "This is going to kill you. You, I can't sign this. I can't sign this. You're getting better. So another healing, another angel, yeah. another healing angel. Yeah, my my uh, neurologist is that way. Because uh, I asked him sometime one time about it. Because my father, uh, who was kind enough and loving enough and still is to foot the bill for the medical treatment that I've undergone since I had a real uh, croaking crisis, you might say, um, that, uh, you know, what can we do about disability or this or that, or the other thing? And he said, he said, well, I, you can apply, but they're not, it's not going to get approved because you're getting better. And it, and I I tried a couple of times to deal with like, so I almost lost the ability to walk in there and I was getting around okay. And I thought, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of stamina or ability to do a lot, but I was doing so much more than I thought I was looking at that I was pretty happy with where I was and so I asked him I said you know doc if this is all the better I'm going to get then and he never let me finish he always interrupted me and said no that's it's just your the body is a self-correcting system if we'll just stay out of the way so it's just my it's all my only job here is to to your pain best as I can with what weapons I have and then make you stay out of your own way while you get better. And and that was when I knew I had the right neurologist MD. She may not mm. be putting honey on my cuts, but <laughs> but he is of the opinion that if you just don't monkey with it, the body works great all by itself. It doesn't need my help. Meaning, you know, his medical help with all of his things. And uh, uh you know, we had Dr. Walls on the show. Uh, I was mentioning earlier, uh, as I interrupted Gene, um, Dr. Walls had multiple sclerosis and was pretty much had been uh, consigned to die by the medical profession, of whom she's one, uh, and a big one. She teaches at a university and everything. So she got all the latest treatments and all the latest stuff, and it wasn't doing her any good. And she decided she wasn't happy with that. And... Long story short, she wound up on a gluten-free, basically a paleo diet, uh, 
and it did the trick. And not only did it do the trick, she wanted some additional quality of life. It got her up out of the wheelchair. She was in a power tilt wheelchair and was not going to go anywhere from there except the undertaker's office. And she now rides a bicycle three miles to work every day. And wow. she is doing her best to bridge that. Now, she's released all the information and written a book and, and, is, and is out there telling people every day, look, this works. This, is, this works. You need to do this. It works. But she's also doing, because she's a university med teacher and a deputy director of a VA hospital, she's doing research under the required clinical conditions to be able to convince her cohorts that this works. Mm-hmm. And because she said they're not, they won't listen to me unless I do this. So I'm doing this. And in the meanwhile, everybody she has in her study asked to go on even when that portion of the study is over with. They asked to go on with the protocol, and it's really easy. It's just what you eat. It's not like you could cut yeah. their prescription off. You follow them around. No farmers, <laughs> no farmer's markets for you. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Put down I, I... the seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's what you eat. You know, it, it all starts there uh, combined with uh, what you think. Um you know what uh, what's going on in that head i mean i i went through the period of wanting you know to to be super healthy but my thought patterns were not they were quite negative so i wasn't getting like i had reached a plateau and i wasn't getting um you know better and then i realized well it's my lifestyle and i realized it's the restaurant i got to get out of this restaurant working for the family the Greek family sucks. So my I got my myself out of there. Illness. My big the fat big Greek, Greek illness. That's right. <laughs> and I got out of there, and, uh, you know, it caused a major problem. I didn't talk with my mom for about a year. I, you know, I had uh, <laughs> big guilt, uh, big guilt trip. But it was like it was my life, my health, or or uh, you know, you choose. And I chose obviously my health, and I have never regretted it. And uh, um, you know, anyways, you, you you I'm going back to you asked me how I got into all of this. Um, I I just kept listening to my my gut instinct. My gut instinct would would you know tracked me to a book and I would read the book for instance Carolyn Mace and and I would get shivers throughout my whole body when she would describe some stuff that you know we have the power to do I'd be like oh my god I want to be able to do that you know and then I would go and find out how to do that and and you know it's, it's like I have I have stopped learning you know since then and I and I love it and I'm you know constantly looking for more and more information to to help myself, help my clients, help my family, um, and obviously help anybody who, who wants help. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And, um, you know, I've had to work on my confidence issues, um, my confidence issues, I should say. I, I you know, I've uh, discovered that I have some clairvoyant 
capacities, you know, very strong intuition, and um, I actually have been taking, you know, I've been taking courses with a woman who teaches us how to work on that and how to protect ourselves and whatnot. So I'm I'm working on building my confidence enough to eventually offer it to my to my clients. But it, it it's there anyways. You know, when I'm working with somebody, it just comes through. You know, the the information and and I share it and. Some of them go, whoa, is she ever wacky and never come back? <laughs> well, most of them, they're, yeah, that makes sense, you know. And, and I tell them, don't believe me. Just ask your body. What does your body say? Does your body say that this makes sense? I'll give you an example. Uh, one of my colleagues that work with me, she has had um, a bandage around her right ankle for the last six months. And, you know. She's uh, she's been limping around and working and, and working quite hard, but there she is. She's still going at it and had knee issues and stuff. So and she's gained a lot of weight um, because she can't be as active as she's li- as she likes to and whatever. So I said to her, you know, we we're just standing around. You know, we weren't. Uh, I wasn't in like you know an obsession or anything. And I uh, said to her, I said, um, what's going on? Why do you, you know, why? what's with the thing? You know, what, what's really going on? And she goes, I don't know. I said, well, you know, ask your body. And she's like, come on, you know. And when I see a colleague, she, she's, she has a business right next to me, so she's not into all of the stuff I do. She's an, ex, she's an esthetician with her business right next door to mine, and I go to see her for my personal stuff. So um, we see each other every day, but uh, she's not in my domain per se, but she's she's in my face every day. <laughs> so I just, you know, when I said to her, you know, what does your body say? She was like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean, you know? And I said, well, I said, you know, just take a breath and, you know, feel feel the, the, the you know, the whatever's in your foot. Just feel it. And she's. She's like, well, it's all wound up, you know. And I said, it seems like you're all wound up, you know. You feel like you're all wound up. And I kept, like, repeating that, you know, in different ways. And she's like, well, yeah. I said, so, you know, I have an idea about what the body, you know, different body parts would represent. So I said, well, what, you know, what, uh, you know, when you when you look at our feet, uh, our feet are, and our legs represent about the direction in our life, you know. So I said, uh, you know, you have a hard time walking, so you, you're having a hard time moving forward in, in your life. So what is it, you know, what can't you move forward on? And she goes, and then she, like, her energy completely changed. It was like, I'm so obsessed with getting a new place. I just can't stand it anymore. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, I, I've been having this place promised to me for the last eight months, uh, you know, this new place that I want to go and live in and it's going to be so nice. But, you know, one day it's like, yeah, yeah, it's yours. The next day, oh, no, no, this is happening. And then the next month, oh, this is happening. And then, oh, no, this is yours. No, 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 don't go anywhere. Just stay, you know, trust me, you'll have it. And she says, it's been going on for eight months. I said, you're kidding me, right? (laughs) I, I said to her, I said, do you feel that Perhaps that might be what may be going on with your foot, your ankle. I think because if you think about it, you know, you, you, you're trying, you lift your foot up to place it down on a safe place, in a safe space, right? But the, 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 the terrain is all wobbly. So what do you do? You, you, you know, 
you, you um, sprain your ankle, right? I said, so if you think about it, you're you're not able to place your foot, which means your life, your space, your you know your home in a safe space. So your your ankle is, re- is expressing that. And at first, she's looking at me like this is like too weird for me. But I said, don't don't listen to me. Just feel it. What is it? Does it make sense to you? And sure enough, she she allowed herself to go inside and feel it. And she says, I think you're right. I, I think that's what's going on. She goes, even just the last week I've been saying, I go, I gotta let this go. This is obsessive now, you know. She goes, I have to let this go. She goes, what if I let it go? What happens? I said, well, you never know. Maybe you'll get the place tomorrow, or maybe you won't. Maybe something else will come up. Who knows what'll happen? You got to. Maybe your ankle will feel good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, just let it go. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so, it, you know, stuff like that. We're just about at our break time, and then um, mm-hmm. uh, we come back from break. We want to talk a little bit more. We're going to pull you out a little bit more on this clairvoyance thing. and um, Yeah, because it's a really cool story. And the whole foot thing is, sounds interesting to me, too, because, you know, well, I'm having a foot thing. See, maybe I should be talking to Ilya about, you know, why is my big toe going to Oh, wait. But, Wait, you are talking to Ilya. So when we come back, let's talk about it. Yeah, see? Oh. All right. All right. So we're going to have a beautiful song uh, uh, selected by our guest tonight, who's never heard it, but um, it's a song based on the Hawaiian healing art of Ho'oponopono. And it's a, from our friend Ina V, who's been with us here on the show, just lovely lady, and doing some amazing philanthropic work with the proceeds from this very song so check out the song and we'll tell you how to find her and all that good stuff when we come back so stay with us folks We have a choice 
everybody. I always hate to even speak after that song. Again, that was our friend Ina V with her song Earth Prayer, which is based on Ho'oponopono. And you can find her at inav.com. That's E-N-A-V-I-E dot com. 
and check out Earth Prayer and the uh, Earth Prayer Project, and she's doing some awesome, awesome stuff with it. Hey, Jean? She absolutely is. I, I loved her, and I loved her song. Well, I loved a lot of her songs, um, but just generally as a person, amazing individual. She was a joy to have on the show. Absolutely, and and you're right. That whole album, really, she's a miracle walking, mm-hmm. and it, it just you know, amazing song. And, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Just go to just go buy the whole album. Just, you know, then you have it all. Firebird just makes me sing every time I hear it. And Earth Prayer, well, I have still it's, Earth Prayer yeah, kind of puts you, you know, into Earth a Trail. space trans. Yes, it's so very one, it's one it's side benefit. Three, so. Yeah, and and that means it's in there with Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty good company Earth to keep song. as a singer-songwriter. <laughs> All right, so Absolutely. again, we have still with us Ilya Kabukas, and uh, we were edging around clairvoyance, and, and we are also talking about people with dysfunctional feet, and uh, it seems... <laughs> So let's talk about both at the same time, because yes. I want to know what the hell's going on with Rick's foot. Yeah, because it's <laughs> jacking up her radio show, and she hates it when that happens. And uh, <laughs> and it's jacking up my whole deal, and I hate it when that happens. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm not going I'm looking for the next surgical procedure or pill, because I'm sure there are doctors out there that would be more than willing to start hacking and cutting and prescribing, but I'd rather not. Thank you. Mhm. Well, well, can I ask you what toe it is? Oops. My headset. Can I ask me again? Uh, what toe is it? Okay, it's the large toe, the big toe of my right foot. Mhm. So, father issues. What's going on with daddy? Nah. Or being a daddy. Oh, shit. Ho, ho, what? What? How the... Okay, I'll just be over here and you too, but that just... You're way beyond connected, lady. That's crazy. I I don't even know how you pulled that... I promise, Jane, she and I didn't talk before the show. (laughs) You just blew Daryl Anka out of the water, girl. I just... Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Have fun. I'm waiting. Well, what's what's, what's going, going on with, with Dad? Um, I've had these leg leg issues for five years now, and mm-hmm. um, part of the reason for the move to Costa Rica was because the leg issues were better here uh, in just a week's visit, and uh, so I wanted more of that. So here I am, and now <clears throat> I have this thing with the big toe over there, and. One of the things, and I've become aware of this, but it becomes, but it keep, comes around again and again, which is since this, I, I briefly croaked as a result of self-abuse, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would call alcohol poisoning, really. Mm-hmm. And um, after some days in intensive care, uh, off, you know, for me, off floating around the universe, but. After three days of that, I bounced back in, and here I am. And 
and and then within a month or two, these legs went south on me, and um, the nerves, nerve damage, and um, probably also caused by the poisoning. And but it was getting better, and now I think with this Costa Rica thing and the diet and the air and the water, and uh, I could probably put that behind me. But now I've got this thing on my big toe, and the the only thing that I can see in there with Dad is he's been paying my medical bills and giving me a monthly stipend to live on for these five years. So for five years now, that's been my paycheck, like we talked about with the disability thing. Mm -hmm. And so this issue of if you get better, you might lose that Mm -hmm. um, comes up. But there's so many exciting things going on and uh, right this minute with Everyday Connection and some really exciting potentials that we're playing with to see which of them we're mm-hmm. going to you know, play with further. That, that I just, I, I don't know if that's, um, I don't know if it's the letting go of Dad. Dad's 85, just turned 85 this month, um, and uh, his health has not been grand of late. And almost lost him over Christmas, and uh, he actually on twelve 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 had open heart surgery. They opened his chest and exposed his heart on twelve twelve twelve. Found that kind of interesting. Um, wow. For timing, you know, um, mm. and you know, so if I, you know, if he doesn't have to take care of me anymore, is that his last burdensome child off of his back? So I don't want to lose him, or I don't know. Why don't you ask your big toe? Well, but that, yeah, but that's the thing. I, I, if I knew, my big toe would be getting better or have gotten better or have not gotten bad to start with. Well, first of all, we have to look at the fact that um, just because your toe is going through something, it doesn't mean it's not good. This is a healing process. Any time that something happens to us in our body, uh, an illness, whatever, I have in the school of thought that it's a healing. And that's the way we need to look at it. Um, it's an opportunity. you know. So just because the toe is, is, is the way it is right now, look at it as a good thing. What is it telling you? What is it expressing? What is it? Um, an, an inability or unwillingness to to step out, uh, move forward. Um, mm-hmm. But if you sit here in the status quo, things rot like your big toe. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. On on a physical level. Um, when we have a lot of toxicity in our body, it does tend to pool in our feet because of gravity. Uh, so it's our feet, our ankles, our uh, you know lower uh, limb up to our knees. You know we have issues uh, of toxicity. You know on a physical level, you could uh, you know you could soak it in in good. Uh, Salt to draw out the toxins, you know, to uh, to help it. Now, on an emotional level, 
uh, you have to keep thanking it, you know, like giving it lots of uh, gratitude and saying, you know, thank you for this opportunity to heal this in my life. You know, this, um, let, just let it be what it has to be. You know, I know we're very, you know, we're impatient and we, you know, we want it to happen yesterday. Um, yeah, there's, there's always that. And, <laughs> it and there's an element of you know oh for crying out loud I'm just about I was just about to be well what are you what mm-hmm. you know not now type thing yeah and I, I think I said to somebody today this just really isn't a good time and they said is mm-hmm. there ever a good time to have a hole in your foot and I was like mm-hmm. okay thank you <laughs> but, yeah, but really yeah. you know I mean that is a valid way to you know. Okay. Yeah, you just do you hear what you just said? It's not a good time to have a hole in your yeah. foot. Is there, when when is it a good time to have a hole in your foot? Yeah. <laughs> um but you chose this time, you know, your soul, you know, chose this time and this exact situation and this exact bubble. Yeah. So yeah. And it is honor that you know, you talk about the toxicity issue. That's the nerve damage was from the knee down. Everything mm-hmm. above the knee is just perfectly fine. Mhm. And that's great. So there's just that little bit left coming out. It's like, yeah, now there's just this toe. If I could just, yeah. you know, straighten that out and. But that's awesome news. Just let that out. Instead of straight. That's awesome that out. news. Just that's let, like. Isn't that awesome news? It's just left. It's just toe tips. It's just a toe tip. Absolutely. That's like that's that's confirmation, dude. You're almost there. And there's a hole. You're like it's draining stuff. There's stuff that drains. You know, there is a hole in yeah. my toe. You know, rather deep. And yeah, it's and in fact, that's one of the things is you have to be sure that it's draining and that you don't let it seal over and seal in stuff prevents it from healing. That's Which right. is weird because doctors are always wanting to seal over stuff, but. But even doctors know this is a let it out thing. Yeah, and I see uh, any kind of illness, even a headache, uh, even a you know a sore finger. I see it as an opportunity to stop, to just stop, sit still, and just be with your bobo, and and really to to ask it, to talk to it, to you know send it. Good energy, you know. Uh, there's tons of techniques you can go on the internet and, and be I'd eating until you're gray and you know I'd old. One, oh yeah, I have one on the doctor's list. Um, was uh, lay down or or be with your foot elevated. Okay. Which, by nature, puts it up there. It's a point of attention. It's a point of thought. A point of concern. A point of care. A point of you know. Okay, you, okay. You, you get to rest special on this pillow. The rest of us is resting, mm-hmm. but you get this special place to rest. And um, that's right. Um, and Jean and called out that she thought it was interesting that problems caused by sugar, the alcohol, sugar, and then since then I off and on have been having blood sugar problems, um, difficulties because it was my pancreas that I poisoned with my alcohol, and it does the okay. insulin thing. Uh, is going to get mm-hmm. cured with 
those those funky artificial sugars that we made up are going to get cured with natural sugar. We're going to put honey in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice. So his 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 funky his funky um, personality that his that society made up for him is going to get cured with the with the pure Rick coming out and shining through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Pure it makes sense, natural, right? You know. Rick. Just Rick. Yeah. As he Rick. is. Mm-hmm. He's pretty special. Yeah. We're all special. See, we all have our all gifts to give to this world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh and this is it it has been quite the journey the past five years, I have to say. And mm-hmm. for as much as I cursed and swore at the beginning at me for having drunk the booze, at my legs for having taken the hit, at the just you know. Uh, in all of my spiritualness, I was still pretty pissed about the whole deal. Sorry that, you know, burst any listener bubbles, but, you know, uh, it has, it has been part and parcel and, and, and really an enabler of, of, of a lot of this journey because I was, I didn't have any option but to sit and be. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally, lost my ability. I had a driver that took me to physical therapy. And on the way home from physical, I mean, would drop me off after physical therapy and then go to the grocery store and get me whatever it was it was going to take to let me survive till the next time that he or she, it was a husband-wife team, was coming back to take me to my next physical therapy. I mean, I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Uh, at one point, I the only way to get down the stairs safely was on my butt. I slide down the stairs on my butt like a kid. And um uh so literally there was no option but to sit and be because I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't do much of anything. So there was a lot of sitting and being and at first that translated into some television and some junk and I put that away and got on the internet and and encountered this Phoenix person. I don't know what that was all about. Well, I was just going to say, if I may, Rick, if I if I may interject something, a thought mm-hmm. here that just you know popped into my ha- head. It, it occurs to me that you know that moment that you had to sit still is responsible for us meeting. It is responsible for this show. It is responsible for all of that. Um, but it shouldn't be tied to it in in the idea or the energy that um, if you give up that needing to be still, does that mean having to give up all this other stuff that came out of it, this awesomeness that has resulted because you were still? Um, So, you know, there might be an internal connection there, too, that you're not conscious of, something to look at. Just a thought. Random thought. Right. Random thoughts are good. They're usually not random. Mm. Random, that's like coincidence, right? Yeah. Coinc- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Not, not buying the coinky dink thing. Um but yeah, it's all Just a excellent stuff to think about and it is it it's uh it's amazing too how, you know we've been doing the show for two and a half years and it's get it was getting hard to surprise Gene. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you blew her brain. It's, yeah, mine too. I was totally over there being quiet. Totally. About it, I mean, we've had some, we've had some moments where we've had some people come on and and say some stuff, and I've gone, yeah, you hit really close to home. I've had some personal sessions with some of our guests that have just blown my mind, but for you to just come out like that with daddy issues, I mean, this has been a topic of conversation between Rick and I for six months almost you know i mean almost as long as i've known him it's been it's been on his mind it's been a part of his growth and for you to nail it like that without i mean there's no way you could know those are our private morning coffee conversations <laughs> i'm kind of we don't take i am that blown stuff. away so so okay about that clairvoyant thing like and uh, yeah uh, confidence issues you had those because not now I'm hoping yeah. well you know i i had uh i had my my time uh, when I first started in this uh alternative and holistic world where I you know so wanted to be out there and and, and do it all and um you know reject society and you know money and all of that and I went through that path. And um, at some point I realized if I really want to touch the people who need it the most, because I can hang around hippies all day and it would be, you know, Birkenstocks, uh, you know, all day, but these people aren't the ones really that need it. It's, it's you know, the regular nope. people, you know, the nine-to-five people, the people who have jobs and stresses and that don't know how to deal with it. These are the people that need it the most. So in order for me to do, to reach these people, I needed to dress like them. I needed to be with them and to have, you know, a, a normal life. So uh, I let myself come back into society and, uh, you know, open up a business and and, and be, you know, being normal looking so that I can reach these people. And this is over, I have to say, 15 years now, my process. And the more and more I, you know, every time I open up the television or the, the internet, or you know, because I have a young daughter that, you know, exposes me to all this stuff, I go, you know what, this is this is getting mainstream. This is this is great, you know. I I need this. I need this to be more mainstream so I could be more myself. So I could, you know, just relax and and have more confidence as well. So. You know, if you look on my website, which is sunshinecenter.ca, there's no mention of clairvoyance or anything in there. And uh, I'm working on a new website. I'm working on a new website that's going to showcase all of this and it's going to help people to to find, you know, because it's not just me. I have, the, you know, the woman who taught me. I have my colleagues that I practice with, you know, that, that uh, we do exchanges with. You know, I... I you know, we need to come out. <laughs> we need to come out of the closet. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, to, Absolutely. You know, to, to bring it forward so the, the people will not look at us and go charlatan, you know. Um, Absolutely. Everybody out of the broom closet. closet. Everybody out of the broom closet. That's it. <laughs> Those days it. are gone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, with a lot of integrity, you know, with uh, with uh, with respect, and uh, just just offer it and and see what comes comes of it, you know. And uh, that's it. You know, my teacher 
spent many years and 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 did a lot of readings. We call it readings on on people um, where she hardly got any pay for it, you know, and did it with in a group reading as well. And um, it took her a long time to really uh, come out, come forward, and and show people what she does. And and I'm so grateful for every time I see one of my colleagues like build a website and, you know, make business cards, uh, you know, publicize what they do, uh, you know, because some of my colleagues are professionals. You know, they have other ways of working, you know, other modalities that are recognized by a professional association. And uh, these associations have strict, you know, rules about certain things. <laughs> you know, you just don't Absolutely. You know, do anything. So the fact that they're coming out and they're, they're bringing it out there to the, the public and make it known and, and they're credible, it's, it's you know, it's like, yahoo, another person's doing it and it's giving me yeah. more and more confidence to get out there. Because I, you know, as I said before, I, I have clients that I mention stuff to, you know, and... Um, you know, I don't know what they're thinking, you know, when they when they just go, oh, okay, and then they walk out, you know, I don't know what, what they're thinking, you know. They're gonna... <laughs> but the ones that say to me, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, I never looked at it that way, oh, oh yeah, you know, these are the ones that, uh, these are the ones I have to focus on, basically, that's it. <laughs> And it, it it goes it goes two ways, um, Ilya, as you're speaking, because it comes to mind. You know, it'd be wonderful to have some of these people who are already in some of these trades with natural gifts and abilities to be aware of their gifts and abilities. Because I had a massage recently for from a young woman in West Brom, who I was absolutely sure was a Reiki master by the time she was done. It's positive. I feel the mm-hmm. energy coming off her, and I asked mm-hmm. her. Are you, you know, have you studied this? And she said, no, but I've thought about it. And I just looked her in the eye and I said, you really need to look into this. It's mm-hmm. natural in you. It's a gift. Go. Mm-hmm. But, like, and and if we could bridge the gap between the two, wouldn't that be wonderful for her to be able to be all of who she is? That's right. And be able to do that and be mainstream. Oh, yeah. it, and that's why we do the show, because... Or be an MD and tell people to put honey on their toe instead of some something. Yeah. And yeah. now she did make a point, and 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 I th- I found this interesting too. She made a point of saying before I left, she said, "Now if we need the antibiotics, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't want to create antibiotic resistant bugs and things, and 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 I'm sure this will work. But if we if we need them, in fact, let me look." And she walked around and looked in the cabinet. She said, "Yeah, I got them right here, so we're covered." And I don't know if that was like her disclaimer to build confidence in case I was a pill popper or or if it was uh, and I think it was also just genuine of you know we're going to do this but if it doesn't work you know we have this next yeah. line of defense or whatever because yeah, I it, yeah. it, it's that bridging it's that marriage of it's it's you, you oh, brought up yeah. you brought up Daryl Anka it's not this or that it's this and that yes it's all yes, of it exactly it's all of it Wow, we're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to come back and join us again, Ilya, because we're yeah, it'd be a pleasure. We're running that, into that, that time too much. And, yeah, that was a bit. I was glad and, you, you know were, what the best part is. I I I should I was sick yesterday, so I didn't go see her. I should have. <laughs> 
I'm supposed to see her yesterday in person. And the next time, next time I have a tummy thing coming on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, oh, I feel something coming on. I'm gonna stay home and rest. And I'm gonna go see you. And then maybe it won't come on because it came on full force today. Hoi, say. That's it. So yeah. You know, you might have <laughs> Say, oh, she knows what we're she doing. Might've... We better hide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she might have sent that right out of there. But uh, but I have to say that the this is supposed to be and uh, let it be what it needs to be and let it just drain out from there is that's wow uh, that's a whole different ball game. So magical, also, so magical also give a lot of, That's it. And and if I may say, uh, Rick, just a lot of gratitude to your father. Uh, you know, oh yeah, and, and to the universe that that you were even in that that position that he was in the position to do it and, and do it you know uh, i don't know too many people who have that story you know so oh, yeah. a lot of gratitude yeah oh without him it could have been a very it would have been a very different story and, and one that i'm mm-hmm. glad that i didn't have to explore uh, mm-hmm. yeah but remember that you gifted yourself with that before you came yeah. oh yeah yeah and and he's he, he is don't it's forget a, that it's an amazing thing. I'll take just a minute before we close out the show uh, because I can. <laughs> um, you know, he's he's an amazing, an amazing man. Um, he does not uh, have, you know, truck with, you know, putting honey on your toe and, and clairvoyance and things like that. <clears throat> A very good, dedicated Southern Baptist man. But... What I have learned from my father is what it looks like to pretty much live your entire life 100% in alignment with your beliefs. I don't believe what he believes, so therefore I don't live like he lives. But Mm -hmm. he has a belief structure, and every moment of every day is informed by that belief structure. It just is. You There's a kind of stability in that of this is who he says he is, and that's really who he is. And he's that on Tuesday, he's that on Thursday evening, he's that on Saturday morning, he's, that's, that's dad. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and has a lot of friends that look to him for advice and things uh, for that very reason. Um, mm-hmm. Because they know, you know, well, let's, let's ask Dick, because he'll tell us, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because he will too. He'll he'll t- he'll he won't. He's. I've never seen him stick his nose in anything. Uh, but if you ask him, be prepared because he's going to tell you what he thinks. He may mm-hmm. not. He 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 feels it's not his position to just go tell somebody what he thinks. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, I th- I don't think you're living right. And if you would change this, your life would be better. He doesn't do that ever. I've mm-hmm. never seen him try to describe his religion to anybody. But if you ask, he tells you. Exactly the way he sees it, no no holds barred, and um, uh, and it took a long time for me to be able to look at that as different than somebody that believes differently than me and looks down on me, and instead look at it as this incredible example of what does it look like to live 100% in alignment with your beliefs. Yeah. No matter what those are, this is what it looks like, and. Uh, uh, 
Because alignment is alignment. You can you can say to yourself that person's beliefs are wrong, but if they're living a hundred percent in alignment with it, it's kind of fault the person. You know, they're doing what they they're doing. They're not playing games. And um, uh, so, yeah, I have immense gratitude for uh, my father, and am am pleased that he is now healed back up to the point where he's running around with his girlfriend and stuff again. Good for him. Because I hope that when I'm 85, if my if my partner has passed, that I can run around with my girlfriend. Because <laughs> why, why else would you be 85 if you can't run around with your girlfriend and go to the football game? You know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool stuff. It's very cool stuff. Very cool man. Very cool being. Uh, to use our terminology, because whatever terminology you use, he's that. Very cool. mm-hmm. So. Jane, how are people going to know who's coming? I don't know who's coming. Do you, oh. How are people going to know what we're doing and if we're moving to a different circle? What are we doing? How I, am guess, I, I guess they're just going to have to go to our, I don't know, they're just going to have to go to our website, and uh, that's www.everydayconnection.me. Uh, consult with me, you know, whoever me might be listening to this now. Yes, whichever me might be. Now reading me. Right. Yeah. That's right. And you can subscribe to the newsletter, which um, we will be beginning putting out soon, and we will update you on where the podcast can be found if we do move from Blog Talk. And uh, until then, just you know, keep stopping by the website because our shows are always posted there. Our shows are posted there. Posted. There's yeah. Libel will start being archived. Other stuff posted there. Tons of archives. Uh, you know, there's been rumors of book reviews. I've been threatening to write about my experiences and and cross post them there. Jean cross posts stuff there, and we post links to her stuff. You can find out her artwork, all that good stuff. And uh, you covered your website earlier, but let's be absolutely sure that everybody knows where to go to find you, Elia, at uh, sunshinecenter.ca. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. That's another one I probably won't have to spell for people. That's so cool. I like it when I don't have to do that. But I have to be able to pronounce it. I was having trouble with the sunshine there for a minute, but sunshinecenter.ca. Um, yeah, you know, I can find a way to do something squirrely uh, almost any time. Listen, again, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your time, your talent, and your treasure with us uh, this evening. In my now, it's evening. It'll be afternoon, I guess, when this is released. And uh, uh, but uh, and for and for sharing your you with your world and community. That's just that's absolutely awesome. And we need lots more of that. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, tune in again next time. But until then, to our mother. To each other, and especially to yourselves, stay connected. Good now, everybody. Join Jane and Rick again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and subscribe for news and updates. 
stop by their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Everyday Connection and join the conversation. You can also subscribe on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details.